Well, I mean, American Werewolf in London, I think there's as many dongs as there is sets of boots. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. There's a lot of male frontal nudity in that movie. Well, I mean, it's from far away, but you can definitely see amongst the bush the floppy The dangly, the dangly, the dangly bits. Barts, the dangly bits. The dangly bits. The outie, not the innie. <laughs> Nerds and Nerdettes for this, the second season of my favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. And I'm sure it's your favorite podcast too. Much, Much Ado About, about nerding. nerding. A brother-sister nerdcast that discusses everything from dastardly dream demons to machete-wielding mama's boys. But of course, it is I, player one, your master of ceremonies. And as always, by my side is my sensational sidekick, the Renfield to my Dracula. The girl wonder herself, my little sister, my player two, Sally. What's up, guys? Let us apologize in advance for this this episode one, this first episode of season two. We, You guys actually chose that it should have been a ghost investigation. However, the logistics of that actually blew our fucking minds. <laughs> so uh, rather than give you some crap, us just like walking in like a dark alley. Yeah, that's like, basically what it was going to be. <laughs> or like... Did you see it? A cemetery that, like, we don't even know if there's been activity. We were just like, this one isn't closed. This one doesn't close. Yeah, so rather than give you something lame as shit like that, um, we're actually going to get our shit together and do you a a real, as real as one can be, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. I'm on the fence. But, I mean, it'll be more real than uh, Ghost Adventures or anything like that. Right. We're not going to fade. If nothing happens, nothing fucking happens. I think us just scaring the shit out of, our, out of ourselves <laughs> will be entertainment enough. But yeah, so we do apologize for that, guys. Thank you, though, for freaking voting on that. Yeah, we appreciate um, it. And uh, yeah, we, we we love you guys. We just want to give you guys good content. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Sal. Yes. What will we be discussing instead? Uh, so we're going to do something that's a little near and dear to our hearts. We're going to be discussing horror movies, kind of like a horror movie 101 what makes a horror movie a horror movie? Some of our favorites and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, do do a lot of uh, this is all going to be personally based. We're not actually ranking these people. Uh, we are not, of course, the end all be all of horror movies or the horror genre. By no means. However, I will say that like horror movies never turn off in my house. It's all year round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't ever, 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 Mm-mm. ever stop watching that's the first thing i go through on netflix on hbo max on amazon prime same first thing on youtube Mm -hmm. um that's the first thing i go through so um so yeah that takes care of that uh we thank you for coming back for season two this season should be the best yet hell yeah you're the best around keep you down um so we have a, uh, as we said in the trailer for season two, we do have a lot of uh, spooky stuff coming up for you. We do start uh, Halloween a bit early in our respective households. <laughs> right now we're sharing a household. And sharing a household <laughs> until your uh, your house is ready. So yeah. there you go. Um, um, now with season two, like we said, we're going to start spooky season a little bit early. And uh, with that comes horror movies, ghost investigations, um horror books horror books we're gonna start a book club yes uh we will let you know 
probably by next episode, what book we're reading. So yes, at the start of next episode, we will let you know what book we're reading. Um, all the books we chose are like, I think 200 pages max. Yeah, maybe a little over 200 pages on some of them. Yeah, but. just so we can get through these things in a couple of weeks and we all have to work. We're all, everything's slowly opening up. So we are going getting the fuck back to work. So yeah, uh, might not, or if you're in the middle of a book. So yeah, you know. just a quick little read. Um, so we'll let you know, like you have three weeks to read this book. And then when we discuss it, you know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, and or if you guys have any questions about the yep. books or any points that you guys want to, want to discuss on the air pre-recorded uh yeah, let us know yeah. uh we are gonna do a live show as well so be looking out for that uh and we'll probably do it over like a zoom call yeah like the movie host Stupid. so yeah that's uh, another thing we got going on super stoked okay so so let's let's just dive right the fuck back in. Let's go. Let's 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 take a stab at it, hey. if you will. Why horror movies? Well, for me, it's it's like kind of an adrenaline thing. Like I think people mm-hmm. enjoy being scared. You yes. know, I, I think they enjoy being scared in an environment that they know they're in control of. I mean, obviously, if you're getting chased by a machete wielding man in the in the woods, that's mm-hmm. going to be a different experience than walking through a controlled haunted house that you do during. October, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, so I think it's like that that fun adrenaline rush that you know you're not gonna get murdered, but like also like your brain is like kind of your imagination goes wild with it in in, mm-hmm. in some aspects, and it's it's just fun. I think it's 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 a really good time. I I honestly think that the human brain like kind of requires terror. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, if you if you think about it, for a majority of our existence as a species, we were hunted. We were we weren't always the hunters. We were mostly the huntees. Yeah, mean, we were, were not, not overly strong. We're not fast. We don't have claws. We don't have big teeth. Like there's really no some of us. Don't some have of big us, teeth. yeah. Well, sharp teeth, big sharp <laughs> teeth. Sorry, um, you have big teeth. Stop. Big crooked ass teeth. Stop. Braces didn't do shit. Stop. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, I think I think that our brain needs those stressors and 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 let that adrenaline, I, and that's why we have roller coasters and stuff like that. It's a safe way to experience that terror. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna come out alive, unless you're on like a water slide in Missouri. I was gonna say like Brazil. Was it? No, I don't think it was Brazil. Or was it in London? Remember, it was like two years ago that kid like got his head chopped off. Like he came off the slide going down a water slide, and then he hit like. There was like a covering to it and he Fuck. It and fucking decapitated him. And apparently that happens like. I thought that was going to happen think. to me at the beach, honestly. Oh, I never, I hate water slides because the first time I went on the big white one. Yeah. You know, the, the big, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Vertical drop one. I came off. Yeah. You felt your body leave and you're like, no, 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 For no. a good majority. And then I like sprawled out to like catch myself. And then when I landed and like went in the little pool. Hey, you're supposed to keep your arms and legs crossed. I was like, I almost died, bro. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm never doing this again. I only weigh 98 pounds. I was going to say, I weigh like 60 pounds <laughs> in the fifth grade, and Soaking I'm shivering. <laughs> I was always cold in the pool. I was, no, I was, I was squints in that, uh, in that scene when he's like... <laughs> purple lips and everything. Yep, purple lips. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that... Like you said, human beings kind of need that that adrenaline, mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. fun time. Yeah, and I, I also think too. And this is kind of a weird subject because this is a podcast with my sister, uh, <laughs> but there is, I think, a, a a strong link between like with sex and horror. Ah, yes. Um, I just think, oh shit, 
okay. the heightened emotions that a horror uh, a horror encounter bring up i think it's like boom and then you bump uglies yeah which is why a lot of horror movies have sex in them or mm-hmm. boobs all well, of the above yeah no and and i think we're we're gonna get into that a little bit later but mm-hmm. um you know why slashers have to do with like uh don't have sex you know that's like kind of one of the horror movie tropes that they discuss and scream is if you get bu- if you get laid you're gonna get murked yeah you know yeah. what i mean or if you do drugs if you drink if right you, you know you, you do this or that mm-hmm. you you're gonna die but that's the, that's i mean scream is probably one of my least favorite slashers um i don't hate the movies mm-hmm. i just you know if i had to rank them scream would probably be at the Towards the bottom. There are other movies you'd watch instead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. Um, though, but I do acknowledge Wes Craven and what he's fucking done and everything that. Like, he wrote re- he wrote the ho- the slasher book and then made fun of it in Scream. Mm-hmm. So he rewrote it. And then he went completely meta in A New Nightmare and was like, nah, this was all fucking real. He's actually coming out of the script and he's going to fucking kill you. Yep. So, With like, Wes, Wes, Wes Craven's like... He is the shit. He didn't write any of my favorite shit, but no. But you like, gotta give you gotta give credit where credit's due for sure. Well, like we were talking earlier, it's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not my favorite fucking football player, mm-hmm. but there's some of the games he's been in. I'm like, dude, that that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I agree for sure. So yeah. So let's um, let me ask you another question. What's up? And this is gonna go kind of like along the way Emily asked a question. Perfect. Um, during the season finally what in your opinion is the golden age what decade is the golden age of horror movies and why is it the 80s <laughs> <laughs> well you have i think um in the 80s and, and late 70s you had a lot of stephen king adaptations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um most as, of them weren't good though no 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 absolutely not but for the time i mean translating a book we had the amityville horror and the exorcist and stuff like that but stephen king Mm -hmm. was um and still is obviously one of my favorite authors you know we we kind of got to see our what we've imagined reading these books onto onto a screen so i think that that was a really awesome thing for the 80s and for horror movies in general because that opened up a whole that opened up the floodgates for basically almost everything you know what i mean a whole new world. Yeah, so I, like I said, the 80s. Smashing splendid. Guts on the floor. <laughs> we're working on it. We're working on working it. Working on it. Working on it. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that played a lot into, like I said, the late 80s and or the late 70s, early 80s is, is getting a lot of Stephen King adaptations. But then, of course, you get the campy horror movies that we know and love today. You know, and I don't know if that's like a lot of nostalgia, but I mean, you can't not watch a lot of those movies Mm -hmm. around Halloween. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say it was probably I'm going to say more because horror movies started basically their independent films. Like the Friday films never really had a every now and then like they'd get like major studio backing. But that was just for like promotion and shit. And just for the record, we're talking about the Friday the 13th movies, not the Friday movies yeah, by Yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I commonly refer to the Friday the 13th, the Jason Voorhees anthology mm-hmm. as the Friday series. Yes. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> I just uh, to clear that up. Um, but, yeah, they, I mean, they were low budget. Mm-hmm. Didn't have any name actors. And if they were named, then they had already, like, passed their prime. Yeah. Um, it's like Jason's mom. I forgot her 
I forgot the actress's name, but um, but yeah, she had done like multiple TV shows. She was well known in Hollywood, and they were actually kind of just asked her as like, well, I mean, if you can get her, cool, but probably not going to be able to pay her, right? And she was like, hell yeah, this is this is pretty cool. This is actually a deep character to get into. Mm-hmm. She's she's nuts because these camp counselors were fucking boning and smoking pot, and my little deformed kid was drowning, drowning. in Crystal Lake. Yeah, and um, Halloween was actually one of the fir- or, uh, one of the most successful independent films of all time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that, again, was another low-budget film that nobody really thought was going to do anything because mm-hmm. John Carpenter was like, I'm going to do the music and the screenplay and the directing. And I'm going to direct it and I'm going to do this. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. not going to pay anybody to do that. I'm going to do it all myself. And out of the big three, I'm going to say that Mike, out of the big three being Jason, Freddie, and Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers, sorry, not Austin Powers. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Mike Myers is my least favorite. Yes. Um, because the reason why he can't die is fucking stupid. Michael! Stupid guy. The devil doesn't want him to take over. <laughs> Shut up. You're dumb. <laughs> Whatever, Jesus. leave him alone. But uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, um, okay, so that's where I was going to go. I forgot. So I'm going to say the 80s of the golden age, well, is the golden age of horror and namely slasher movies. Because right. that's kind of, I think, what we're going to be talking about mostly in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The slasher genre, one, was invented in the late 70s. Right. Well, I mean, you can go back maybe to Psycho, which is like the early 60s. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of say that was the first slasher flick. But they didn't keep on like, they didn't just like shoot them all out of a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> one right after another. So, well, I think uh, it's probably because... For that time period, it was just a bit too much for well, that yeah. audience. You know, Alfred Hitchcock was a little bit before his time kind of doing that. Oh, 100%. And yeah. it, it might have been just like a little, a little too much for the well, audience. Well, I mean, it was time. almost a nude scene. Yeah. Oh. And they didn't even show blood, but like there was blood. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't there red. There will be blood. Uh, but yeah, I think it was a little bit too much. But I, w- I would definitely consider that probably one of the first. Mm-hmm. I think it is the, like the first. The first. Yeah. Because I think horror movies before that was like the monster movie. And we'll get into this, like we'll go decade by decade and, mm-hmm. and kind of break down the, the horror movies of the, the, the times. But yeah, like the 50s were more like monster, like giant ants attacking the city, attack of the 50 foot woman. It was all like nuclear power or aliens coming down right. and doing stuff to us. And then like the 60s, I think it was more psychological. And that's where you get psycho, where it was kind of like weird. You're like, oh shit, it's not the mom. He is the mom. Kind of reverse of what they did later in the 80s with Jason. Yeah. It's not Jason. It's the fucking mom. Mm-hmm. And now he's wearing a sack on his head. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So And, and I think it, it was um, the independent film movement in the 80s. Let's get back on track, Joseph. <laughs> um, practical effects. Yeah. I mean, you didn't have CGI, obviously, at the time. No. Like, the Apple One had just come out, so... <laughs> Like, it came out, like, the Apple One came out, and nobody knew what the hell to do with it. And the like, PC was, like, a gigantic room. Yeah. Well, it wasn't, they, they were smaller by then. You could take them home. But when people, like, started bringing computers home, they're like, well, what the fuck do I do with it? I do my taxes on it? Yeah. What else do I do? Oh, I can type on it? I have a typewriter. <laughs> like, what do, what, do you, what do we do with this? Right. And then they put, uh, they put video games on them and stuff like that, and shit took off. Uh, but I would say the third thing is the cover art yeah the old vhs because this is now okay vhs beat betamax 
Yeah. I think he was Betamax. Was that Betamax? Dude, I don't know. Not the fucking, not, not the Disney guy. Not Baymax. The other, yeah. Oh, that's Baymax. Yes. So yeah, I think it's Betamax. Was the VHS tapes before VHS. And like they were actually little tapes that you had to put into a bigger tape to play. I remember those tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, but but VHS went out over Betamax. Mm-hmm. And then so all these. So this is for you young kids out there. Yeah. There were these things back in the day called video rental stores. Oh, my goodness. Hollywood video. Blockbuster video. Tell me all about it, Joe. <laughs> and they would have all these movies on. Dis- it was like it was like if if Netflix was an actual store. But you could only get them for, was it five nights, five dollars? If it wasn't a new release. New release was only one night. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I remember going down at the, um, at the, uh, the, the blockbuster movie by our house on Aspen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just walking up and there was like three or four aisles of just horror movies. Mm -hmm. And just the cover, like I would choose, shame on my parents for letting me at like (laughs) nine years old fucking renting all these goddamn horror movies. It explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, I was going to say. And just like, and not even seeing, like the first time I saw Halloween, I didn't know what it was at the time. It's mm-hmm. already like 1992, probably. 90, yeah, Jesus. God damn, I was young. I was one year old. I should not have been renting those movies. <laughs> mom. But of course, mom wanted to watch it too, so. But I, I remember getting Halloween, and the reason why I picked up Halloween was that cover art with the the, the jack lantern yeah. and then like the knife is like right there too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was terrifying. Yeah. I thought that was so fucking creepy. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, I picked up 100% because of the cover art. Funk, yeah. Yeah, there and it it was so cool like so much advertising or so much um thought went into those yeah, and you, advertisements you look basically. At- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, and it, it's Freddy's hand over her her brain, you know, yeah. in, in bed. And it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And actually, a uh, fun fact with that, too, it was the same. The same artist did every bit of cover art for every uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah I and I, I think that was one of the biggest because I didn't buy. I didn't really start buying movies until DVDs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean, that was like one of the cooler things about horror movies was the cover art. And it was rarely just a picture, not like, I know what you did last summer where it's Jennifer Love Hewitt and the cast behind her and it's just a picture of them. Mm-hmm. Like it or was scream. actual, or scream. It was actual artwork. It was, somebody painted this. This is a work, this is a literal work of art. Right. It's like, a, it's like a book cover yeah. in, in that aspect kind You're of thing. You're not supposed to judge those. No, no, don't do it. But, you know, I'm I want to judge rent... the shit out of horror movies, though. Yeah, I want to rent a movie based on your, your, your DVD or VHS cover. <laughs> Which is freaking funny, too, because, I mean, I can't think of any now other than Chopping Mall. <laughs> Which is a great fucking, and when I say great, I mean, when I don't mean actually great movies, I'm going to say great like that. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love the fucking movie for what it is and what it was back in the day, but Chopping Mall, what do you think of? Oh, somebody's getting chopped up in a mall. No, it's a bunch of murder bots going around like fucking vaporizing kids who snuck in after hours and they're like security bots that got their programming fucked up because the lightning hit them and... How do you tell the good guys from the bad guys? Yeah, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was watching it last mm-hmm. night. Yep. But it's like, but they named it Chopping Mall because Murderbot didn't, like with the test audiences, Murderbot didn't really work for them. No. So they did Chopping Mall and 
Nobody really cared that it was... Nobody got chopped up. No. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks killing. Thanks killing. God, that is a bad fucking... It's really bad. Christmas sleigh. No, Santa's sleigh. Oh, is it Santa's, Santa's sleigh? My yeah. bad. My I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's kind of like what you do a lot, where you do your play on words. Yeah. Or your mm-hmm. your uh, anal- or not analogies. Um, using the same letter to start all the words. Not an Alliteration. Alliteration. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked that they did that. You know, a lot of campy horror that I don't think they're trying to take themselves too seriously. Well, and I'm actually glad that you brought up a Christmas horror movie because well, I have another question for you I propose. Shrek. And to you out there, Nerd Nation, Gremlins, is that a movie you should watch at Halloween or Christmas? Yes. Oh, no. You got to <laughs> All of the above. Nope, um, I usually watch it around Christmas. Yeah, me too. Just like Die Hard is a Christmas movie. And yes, it is a Christmas movie. And it's the greatest Christmas fucking movie. Gremlins is also a Christmas movie. I wouldn't say the greatest, but... What is the greatest Christmas movie? I don't know. You're wrong. Not Die Hard. You're wrong. No, yeah. I watch Gremlins around Christmas. It's yeah, to, to me it is... It made the Do You Hear What I Hear song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a creepy song to me. I hate it. Because of that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, that's all I think of every time I hear that. I think of her coming down the stairs, and I'm like, oh, God. She was supposed to be dead. It was supposed to be her head rolling down the stairs, not Ugh. her. The original Gremlin script was supposed to be a horror movie. It wasn't supposed to be, like, this kind of fun. And then Gremlins 2 was kind of just too too comedic for me, and I really yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. Um, so then, okay, Nightmare Before Christmas. I watch both. Yeah. I See, honestly... that one I will allow, watch it both. Yeah, I I honestly will put that movie on, and I usually fall asleep to that movie, like, all the time. But um, I'll put it on anywhere from Halloween to Christmas, mm-hmm. so I watch it mm-hmm. from October to December. That's too long for one holiday. Bleep, blue blab. Even though we're celebrating Halloween, what is today? <laughs> August. August 27th. Oh, shit. It's Risto's birthday. I will be... Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, he's ugly. <laughs> I yeah, I know. One month. I'll be 36 in a month. One month. Less than a month. Jesus. Um, so, okay, yeah. Those are those are the two things. Uh, Gremlins, I fucking, is one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is a Christmas horror movie. Like Krampus. I will, I wouldn't watch Krampus during Halloween. No. Mm-mm. But I would watch Krampus mm-hmm. during Christmas. Oh, Absolutely. we do yes. watch Krampus. Yeah, and yeah. if you haven't seen Krampus. <laughs> Talk a- about a horror movie that doesn't take itself seriously, but it's fucking rad. Jesus Christ. Shut up, computer. Let me turn that off. Sorry. Sorry. Um, it does, but it doesn't. Krampus is actually really good. It's really well made. It's well written. Kind of has a little bit of a thing at the end. Mm-hmm. It's just, it was. it's a comedic horror movie. Yeah. Like, it's like, like they wrote the horror and then they put the jokes in after. So it didn't skimp on either. Right. Like, I mean, there's a point where... You know, some situational toys. humor. Yeah. I shouldn't say jokes. I should say situational. Humor. Some toys come to life and start trying to kill people, and one of the characters says, "You got to be kidding, like shitting me, basically." Yeah, you got. You know what I mean? They <laughs> kind of take a step out. They kind of go a little meta, and they're like, "Fuck." Yeah. This, really? Yeah. And then, really, Woody? Buzz, <laughs> put the knife down. And that's that's kind of kind of how I'm saying like they, it didn't take itself too too seriously. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, they knew they knew it was going to be uh not necessarily a satire, but a comedic horror movie, which mm-hmm. I love it. But also, if you want 
uh, I suggest going out and reading the actual um, lore of Krampus. Oh, yeah. I can already hear Emily's eyeballs, like, widening. She fucking loves Krampus, dude. Fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and it kind of goes back to, like, what horror, like, horror and ghost stories used to be part of, like, everyday life way back in the day. Because um, if you, if you um, what Christmas carol is that? Or Christmas song? And scary ghost stories of Christmas. Is it's the Christmas song. No. It's a wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Like, really? And and I think it's I think it's even in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow with Ichabod Crane. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Christmas party they go to. and Or is it a Christmas? Or is it a Halloween party? It might be like a fall festival. Just a fall, fall festival. Yeah. Because I don't know But if yeah, they start telling the fucking... Yeah, the ghost stories. Yeah, the ghost stories. And I'm like, that, that's fucking cool shit. And then even us, like, on my mom's side, our aunts used to always tell, like, every barbecue we had, all the cousins that got to stay late because their parents <laughs> were too drunk to drive home or just didn't care. Uh, anyway, uh, we all got, would sit around, like, the lantern or, like, at Uncle Ray's house way back in the day. We would light a fire in the back. Mm-hmm. And all of my freaking aunties would scare the shit out of us talking about brujas and throwing fireballs and the cat who spoke Spanish. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, our mom's side of the family growing up, and and we'll, we're, we're definitely going to have an episode on this, but it's going to be kind of like a, a local for, folklore um, mm-hmm. story things. Um, but mom's side of the family has some fucking terrifying stories to tell from where they grew up in Albuquerque. So, Denise, if you still remember, if you're still listening to this episode, I'm sorry, one, I forgot did not email you back <laughs> <laughs> for three months um and two if you remember any of the old ghost stories our aunties used to tell us please uh send them i mean we were not on facebook but you can tell us on facebook yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't email i mean no i have our email now on my phone so i'll get alerted <laughs> if she knows okay so next question so out of the big three like i said um freddie jason and mike who's your favorite Michael Myers. And why? Um, I think it's probably because it's it's that home, not, not really a home invasion, but kind of a home invasion. Because when he was a kid, like, he lived there and he killed his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just that, that <laughs> no matter how quickly he walks, he's always right behind you. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you can't get away. And he's, You know why? Why? Because bitches be tripping. <laughs> Bitches always be tripping. Um, it, it's just that home invasion, silent killer. He doesn't say a goddamn word in that whole fucking thing. Doesn't get mad. No. Um, yeah, and, and I'll give you that. Like he's it's, slow it's, and steady and creepy, and it's it, it's it's yeah, it's it's just that um, you should be fucking mad right now. You should be rage killing people, and you're really fucking not. No, and all you hear is his breathing. That's all you hear is is breathing through the mask, and I mm-hmm. hate that. I hate it so much because the entire movie is mostly quiet except for like the small little <laughs> or like the dun it, you know, like when he's actually chasing people. But other than that, it's just him breathing through the mask. Yeah. Anytime they're showing like his POV, it's like, fuck, man, can you say something? Can you do anything else? <laughs> That's why I kind of uh, and, and I know you don't like the Rob Zombie Halloweens. No, um, I do. I actually thought he did a he did a good job. It was a good it was a new take. It was a good take. Right, it's 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 something different. When he's like he stomps a dude's head off, but you like hear him kind of grunting, so you get that like silent anger. Mhm. Like he's trying to keep it in. Yeah. 
but he's still letting it out. And I was like, I, I really like the way they the way they did that. They took his mask off though, so you saw his mask, and I was like, oh, I don't really like that. No, well, and, and I mean, in the original Halloween, for a brief uh, period mm-hmm. of time, you know, his mask come up, comes off, but immediately he's like, no, 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 no. You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, that's his safe space. Yeah, yeah. safe place. Um, well, it's and, and it's like, and that's the funny. That's the I guess hypocrisy, the juxtaposition, whatever. Jason's my favorite. Jason Voorhees is the ultimate mama's boy, and I myself am a fucking mama's boy, and I love it. But also, like, the fact that it's so ridiculous, the fact that he's basically a zombie, and he just kills me. Like, it doesn't matter how he comes back to life. We don't give a shit. <laughs> it doesn't matter how stupid it is. Actually, the stupider, the better. We love it. Well, you do. Um, I, I, I just love that. But he takes his mask. His mask gets taken off a lot. So you actually see Jason's face a lot, and every time they show it, it's different. Mm-hmm. But his whole mask thing is he knows he's deformed in the face. Well, he, he was like that before he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but he, he was a, a chubby little deformed boy. Right, right. Um, so, I, and, and I, we talked about this earlier. Yeah. I think you're, to me, I, I see you liking Halloween more because of the heroine, because mm-hmm. of Laurie Strode. I, mm-hmm. I think you see a strong... She was the victim at the beginning, yeah, and gained that strength. And um, I think is it the second movie where she saves the kids, the second original second Halloween. Okay. In the hospital, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not only did she save herself in the first one, but now she's even taking on the badass mom role. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be sexist again. I'm not saying that she just had to be a mom, but no. like she takes care of other people and saves them as well. Fucking love that. Laurie Strode, the Hats shit. Off to you. Um, no, and, and uh, when you had brought that up to me the other day, I was like, maybe that is why. Yeah, I, I kind of like the Batman thing. Like, you don't like Batman so much, you like his villains right, a little right. bit more. Yeah. Not like you, I'm just saying people in general. Yeah, the Batman franchise is so popular because of the Because of the villains, the not villains. so much the, the, the hero. Um, but yeah, no, Laurie Strode's a badass, and, and she... You know, she gets made fun of a lot in that movie, and I feel, I feel so bad, you know, because she's just, like, the nerd. She doesn't really date. She doesn't bone. You know, she's not drinking. She's not supposed to. That's why she didn't die. <laughs> exactly. Um, she does get high, but, you know, she's very paranoid about it. So it's kind of this this average girl that's like, I want to be cool, but, like, also school is very important. Mm-hmm. And she ends up beating the shape. Yeah. Not, not defeating, but beating the shape for yeah. that one well, movie. surviving. Yes. And and I I think that's super super rad because it could just be like an average an average gal just babysitting for a Halloween night mm-hmm. you know defeats. Did you check the children? Did you check on the children? Uh, no, and and you brought that up and I was like, man, that's a good point. So and with that nerd nation, I propose to you a question, and I proposed this to player two a couple days ago. Should we do a gender bender Halloween costume together for you guys? Where Selena is Michelle Myers, and I am Larry Strode. I'll straighten my hair out, and I'll wear like a flannel shirt and bell bottoms. Hell yeah! And then, uh, and actually, I already have in my head how we're gonna do the Mike Myers, make it more feminine, so yeah. you know. And then also, like again, the juxtaposition of the the sizes. Yep. Like, Mike Myers is usually taller than Lori. Yep. But now we're gonna do it differently, mm-hmm. which I think is way fucking creepier. Is like his little Chucky. things fucking <laughs> coming after you, or even like the trick or treat guy. I forgot his name. Trick or treat guy. No, he's actually got a name. No, yeah. Um, but he's really fun too. Yeah. yeah, I like him. I like him. So if you guys want us to do that, maybe just for a night, we'll go out and do some 
jackass. We can do jackass things. We'll oh, get in shopping say, carts. I was going to say, depending on how the COVID is, um, you know, we could kind of ask Albuquerque some horror movie related questions. Mm-hmm. I think that would be kind of fun. Getting some drunk burqueños. <laughs> bro, like, you're all scary, bro. La Llorona, bro. Bro, that's not even scary. La Llorona. <laughs> You know what's really scary? Mi abuelita with a chancla, bro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so, guys, so let us know what you want us to yeah. do in these costumes. If you want us to dress like that, or if you have any other gender bending costumes. Why does that have to be gender bending? Well, you said gender bending. Well, I was just saying, just that I think that would be one. One, they're brother sister. We're brother sister. That's not canon. Oh, it's not. It's no. not canonical. No. Oh. It's not canon. You when have to watch be... the new one. Oh. Oh, I forgot. They fucking like retcon. Yeah, they literally thirty years they of fucking mitigated. movies. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Fuck you, Halloween. You got rid of Paul Rudd. They mitigated Paul Rudd. But yeah, so if you guys have any other interesting costumes that Joe and I might, you you would like keep to keep it PG thirteen. Right. This is fucking gross, and we don't live in Alabama. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So speaking of Paul Rudd, perfect. Let's get into horror movie heroes. All right, you have more than I do. Uh, yeah, I, I do. Um, so horror movie heroes are basically the hero in horror fucking movies. I have, as far as the best, mm-hmm. the Frog Brothers from The Lost Boys. And with that, uh, what is it? I think it's, I forgot who he played. Edgar Allen. Get it? Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember which one he played. Anyway, he played one of the fucking Frog Brothers. <laughs> uh, but he was also in Gremlins. He was in The Burbs, which is kind of a uh, Stetford Wives kind of remake. It's a comedy, comedy horror. Well, yeah, um, it's got a... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. When he was just doing comedies. America's Sweetheart. And then he's also, he started his Friday the 13th um, career in uh, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. So, yeah, I would say Corey Feldman definitely, uh, and he did like a shit ton of like B-movie horror movies. Too. Oh, yeah. As most actors do when they're oh, just trying to Oh, and he was in rent. Stand By Me. Oh, he was in Stand By Me, mm-hmm. which was originally the novel by Stephen King called The Body. Yes, sir. Of which I've read, and I'm like, that's not scary at all. So it's not really a horror movie. It's just by Stephen King. <laughs> well, The Green Mile isn't a horror movie, but it's a really no, good it's really book. Good. Yeah. yeah. Tom Hanks. Boom. There you Boom. go. Bringing it around. Bringing it around. <laughs> oh, what did I figure out the other day watching the Amityville Horror? Oh, oh so, Josh so you have Amityville Horror, star, star, the remake starring Ryan Reynolds, my Rye guy, mm-hmm. who then went on later to play Deadpool. And then in the sequel to Deadpool, he had Cable, which was played by Josh Brolin. The original Amityville Horror from the 70s was played by or the character that Ryan Reynolds played. George Lutz. George Lutz was played by Josh Brolin's dad. Bringing it around. Hollywood is very small. It is. Okay. So, yeah. So, (laughs) that's my first first set of heroes, I say, or hero. Secondly, honorable fucking mention, The Monster Squad. All the kids from Monster Squad. That movie's fucking awesome. Loved that movie. Have always loved that movie. It taught me that Wolfman's got nards. So, every time you... (laughs) If you ever see a werewolf, kick him in the balls. Right there. Because if there... Movies have taught me anything. It's Wolfman's Got Nards. Nards. But, number one, the quintessential Bruce Campbell as Ash. 
Uh, Bruce Campbell has played, uh, he has been in The Evil Dead, The Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, The Evil Dead Remake, <laughs> Death Still Dawn 2, Manic Cop, Manic to- Cop 2, Alien Apocalypse, Terminal Vision, and Ash versus The Evil Dead. He's been in a shit ton of others. I only listed the ones that I've seen. Yeah. Horror movies. Like, he's been in Man in the Screaming Brain and Bubba Hotep, but I don't really consider those horror movies. So, um, yeah, I would say that Bruce Campbell knew that he would never be an A-list actor, so he was just like, I'm just going to rule B-movies. Yeah. And he did. And and does. Why not? And Ash vs. the Evil Dead, if you haven't fucking seen that show, is goddamn awesome. Yes. He was watching it, and I... I <laughs> you yeah, But you don't like stupid. No, I was like, I can't. I can't get into this. But for mine, I'd have to say, uh, and I'm not even going to try to butcher this name, mm-hmm. because I don't speak Korean, uh, but the dad from Train to Busan, like, fuck, man, that guy went through hell for his little girl and i'm not gonna ruin anything but like fuck man god, god that movie damn. is so goddamn stressful and then of course larry strode i mean stop shut up what we're not there yet dummy oh god damn it you suck read the notes it's right there well that could right just be like a, a, a segue <laughs> read the notes dad from train to be sad <laughs> <laughs> No, and if you haven't seen that freaking movie, guys, go see that freaking movie. It, it's a new. I shouldn't even say a new take on zombies. It's just a fresh, a fresh look. I don't know how to put this. It's stressful. It's stressful. It 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 gives you all of the emotions in almost two hours. All of the emotions. You're sad. You're happy. You cry. You are stressed ninety five percent of the time. So those of you who know me know that I really like beer. And so um, I think it was like a Saturday afternoon. And we were like, let's fucking day drink back when I used to live at your place. Yeah, and, and we were watching a bunch of uh, foreign horror movies. Yeah, um, and I hate I hate subtitles. I think it just takes away from the movie. I'm like, I don't know what to focus on. Yeah. Um, but I, I got us some beers. We cracked them open, put on Train to Busan. Those beers did not get fucking touched. We were so engrossed in that movie. Yeah, I, I, and Joe and I like to talk like, like, there's a saying, like, anytime you watch a horror movie with friends, it becomes a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's mostly just because people are uncomfortable, so they, they make yeah, a joke yeah. out of everything. And so when Joe and I watch horror movies together, it's usually just, like, us bantering back and forth, making fun of the characters. Like, when we were watching Amityville Horror, Joe kept calling yeah. him a curly-headed fuck, and, like, it was just, like... <laughs> curly-headed fuck. It was just, like, super funny. But I don't think Joe and I spoke a word to each other. Almost that entire movie. We were just yelling at the screen mm-hmm. most of the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So, really good movie. I know we've talked about it in Ignazium before, but goddamn, it's so good. Yeah. No, I, I really love that movie. And though, and so we don't, I don't freaking yell at my little sister anymore. <laughs> Let's get into an ode to Scream Queens. Um, in no particular order, I kind of picked the few that I think that are, 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 are worth mentioning. There are a ton because, again, there are B-movie actresses that were in, like, every slasher movie for basically, like, like um, a production company. Right. They always call this actress up uh, to play their their uh, final girl. Yeah. Last girl. Right. It's kind of not the it, – it's kind of a sexist way to put it yeah. rather than the one that fucking beat the bad guy. Hello. Her, yeah. But just some of the scream queens that I'm going to bring up. Uh, Linda Blair from Exorcist fame. Um, acted way out of her age range. She was literally still a fucking child. Well, I shouldn't say a child, child. Like, she was still, like, early teens, I think. When yeah, she did The Exorcist. 
you know, some of that wasn't acting. Yeah. You know, it, it was actual pain. And, well, like and broke her like back. Yeah. Like one of those, like one of the props broke her freaking back. Like, and it, it really kind of ruined the rest of her career. Yeah. Cause she was only Reagan from the yeah. exorcist. And then it's also like, you're an evil little kid. I don't want you on my side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and she later and, and later on in her life, she went off and did like some lower budget horror movies. But, um, one of the first and one of the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, The, the mm-hmm. Exorcist doesn't scare me. It doesn't hold up as much as, you know. Yeah, when you but I can it. see how people could, at the time, just be floored by this. Right, right. Next is Danielle Harris. She was in, She started her acting, well, her Scream Queen career in Scream 4 when she picked up the knife for Michael Myers when she became possessed by his woman. <laughs> it's actually one of my least favorite but I tell you what's my favorite is Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween because she is a fox in that <laughs> fucking movie, in that movie. You would. You um, would. But I mean, she she in the original um, anthology, she she's in three more movies, I believe. Um, but yeah, and, and just the fact that Rob Zombie knows his horror movie lore and knows he's like, you know what, you want to come back? But yeah, I, I just I just really uh, really like that. Um, she's also in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yes. That's what she did, with which is getting a reboot. Why? Um, because yeah. it's the time of the reboots. Yeah, exactly. There's not a original thought in anybody's mind. Mm-mm. Janet Lee, the original Scream Queen, as we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. from Psycho. Also. Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. She is. So it's kind of like in their blood. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis have a daughter? And not Lindsay say... Lohan in Freaky Friday? I want to say, yeah, I think she has a couple kids. A yeah. few kids. Where are they at? Why are they not getting... Where are they at, though? Where, why are they not killing... Chainsaw murderers. Maybe they don't want to be in the family business. No. But yeah, that was one of the reasons why she was selected for Halloween was because of her her mom. Her mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I knew she was her kid, but I didn't know that was... That's why they tried to get her. And... One of the reasons. I mean, I think she just looks like it. She's like... You know how they have like the everyman trope? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's like... She could be every... She the could every be the woman. girl next door or as we saw in fucking True Lies. Yeah. She can doll herself up and be... Foxy. Bam, that little striptease she does for Arnold in that movie. Goodness. Goodness, that's how he popped his top. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and this time not with the maid. Oh, his little Hispanic son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Little. You see Ew. the size of that yeah, fucking kid? Damn. Damn. It's Arnold's, Arnold's kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, next up, I'm going to say Nev Campbell, which actually surprised me when I was going through movies and stuff like that. That's fair. I mean, she has her own franchise and she hasn't died yet. Yeah. And she's literally the catalyst. I mean, she's Laurie Strode of Scream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you want from me? (laughs) No. That's, I know what you did last summer. Oh, yeah. That's Jennifer Love Hewitt in the rain with no bra. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. You guys know what he's talking about. Oh yeah, brother. Oh yeah. No, I dig it. I dig it. Um, yeah, a little, little bit newer. Um, Nev Campbell. She was also in the craft. Boom. There you go. Witches, there you go. Witches and stuff. Uh, <laughs> witches. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the craft. Not really. Mm. 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 All the girls in like middle school were. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the. It might have been like before my time, kind of thing. I think it's a little bit before your time. You you didn't. I think the what we called goth kids, you called scene kids. Ish, yeah. Ish. We, we still had like the goth, but no, yeah. yeah. It it kind of 
and that kind of meshed into one. Yeah, yeah, and that kind of started like the goth, yeah, the goth scene when yeah. I was like when I was a kid. I'm not saying cross earrings. Yeah, and like dark <laughs> ass makeup and dark and light makeup. I'm not saying that goth kids didn't exist before, but that's kind of like what I think brought it into my generations. Brought it into the youth. light. But they don't want to be in the light. It's what they do in the shadows. Ayo. Okay, so next up is a an oldie but a goodie. She is um, again has her own freaking franchise. She kills the bad guy all the goddamn time. Kind of kills the bad guy as much as you can kill as much this as you bad guy. Can kill him. Um, Heather Langenkamp. Um, she's Freddy's nemesis. She went from the first one all the way to, I think, Dream Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's the one who tells the Dream Warriors, hey, it's your fucking dreams. You can goddamn do it. Yep. And uh, and then also, but I think my favorite portrayal of her is her as herself in New Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Um, where again. Where she's gets, not Nancy, she's Heather. Yeah, yeah. And it gets meta as shit. Yeah, And yeah. she talks to Wes Craven. And it's like, holy fucking <laughs> shit, this is awesome. I love this. Um, but yeah, she's probably number two and number one in all of our hearts is our favorite, Jamie Lee Curtis. We all love her as Michael Myers' not canon little sister. <laughs> <laughs> I had to correct myself. Yes. I had always thought that, oh yeah, again, I haven't seen the new one. Yeah. So apparently, yeah, whatever. Um, she also starred in Prom Night, Terror Train, um, and uh, she... Was uh, she wasn't in the fog, but she had something to do with the fog, and I don't remember. Mm. I saw it like in an interview or something like that. She's uh, also the dean in the FX TV show called Scream Queens. Oh, is which she? which I I love that you know she kind of she's the headmaster. Of, yeah, she's the Dumbledore <laughs> of all the Scream Queens. Exactly, which I I love that she embraces that. Yeah, and and I we were talking about this too, and it's like the only reason I don't uh, the only reason I think she wasn't in Cabin in the Woods is because she was probably busy. Yeah, so they, so got they went Sigourney Weaver, Weaver so it's kind of like the next best thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, which I freaking love. I, 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 I love that the horror movie genre kind of goes back to its roots time and time and time again. Right. Um, I mean, you got to give that ode. You got to give that nod yeah. to, to the people who paved the way to you making this yeah. this movie, you know. So I dig that. Um, and, and that kind of brings up my next point in how horror movies, again, they're – they're weird in the fact that they can be objectifying and misogynistic. Um, I mean, it's usually violence towards women. Um, women are usually have their tops off, um, running around with their boobs out. and, and, and Right, whatnot. you see nipples. Yeah, yeah. Or running around through the rain. Even if your top's not off, you're running yeah, through the rain yeah, and yeah. you can see, you can cut glass. Um, but also, like, it was one of the first genres to, like, have kick-ass chicks consistently. Yeah, you, you have... You know that that final girl, as as we put it. Um, but they they got their comeuppance. You know what I mean? They got they got their own. They got to show their that, badass that girl power kind of thing. Yeah, you know and I mean? and it was during the eighties when it was there was a lot of Reaganism and it was pro masculine. It was a pro masculine time. Um, I mean the other movies. I mean, the only the only other bigger thing in the 80s was the 80s action flick. So you had yeah. Arnold and you had Sylvester Stallone. And Bruce Willis wasn't muscular, but he was he was a, a man's man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you had uh, uh, Steven Seagal. Right. Like, all those dudes had their shirts off, oiled up, running around shooting machine guns. 
um, saving yeah. the day. Yeah, saving America. America, even though one of them's from Austria. <laughs> well, he became the governor of California. The eighth largest uh, economy in the world. Yeah. California. I love the way he said California. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Jesus Christ, God. Joseph. Keep God on dang. hitting the damn thing. Um, but yeah, and this this was a time of like like it was pro you know you got out of like the se- the sensitive seventies mm-hmm. and then you kind of like America kind of found its balls again, but then also like had these like independent horror flicks like making the chicks the fucking hero right which was really cool and then it kind of went mainstream in Alien oh yeah absolutely which is a horror sci fi movie it was like the first horror sci fi yeah and you have Sigourney Weaver playing Ripley you know just fucking. Get away from her, you bitch! Fucking love that. God damn it. And even as a kid, like, I was never like, oh, look, that's a girl. That's a girl kicking ass. I was no. like, look at that person. She's like, she's kicking ass. Like, In it that wasn't... mech suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it, it was never like, oh, look it. It's like a woman doing Arnold things. It was like, nah, that's just a fucking chick doing fucking badass shit. Well, and you know? I think that kind of goes back to maybe the Friday the 13th franchise with you know, the the mama bear aspect because when women have children, chemically in their brain something changes. Mm-hmm. And you will easily kill for that baby yeah. or you will yeah. sacrifice yourself for that baby. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is... Um, I think that's a, an interesting and cool portrayal of the the motherly instinct that we have in, in a lot of these movies, you, you get to see uh, what the females are capable of when you're talking about saving kids or, or like we said in, in Alien with Ripley, you know, saving her daughter. You know well, what I mean? it wasn't even her daughter. Saving the little kid. Yeah, she just found her. She was a daughter of one of the colonists. Ah, that's what it was. And, uh, was it a col- yeah, it's a colony. It was a mining colony. Yeah. Newt. I don't even... Uh, did she ever find out her real name? She had a doll head. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it's an interesting portrayal, I think, about uh, what what the females are capable of when you bring a child. And I would even say, mix. with Ripley, so to, to, to kind of hit your point and, and kind of like bring it out a little bit, in, in Aliens, when she finds Newt, she goes to the colony with a bunch of fucking Marines. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Marines find her, and they're like, so you gotta tell us what the fuck happened, kid. Like, what what happened? And, like, Newt's all scared of shit, because she's been, like, running away from xenomorphs for, like, I don't know how goddamn long. And Ripley's like, you go fucking take a chill pill, and let me talk to her. And right. then starts to talk. Like, so she takes on that mama bear role. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, she fucking duct tapes two goddamn machine guns together, and is, like, fucking shooting shit and lighting shit on fire, and just, like... Yeah, and, and, and I mean, she ends up saving Hicks. You, you, you. Everybody always makes fun of you know the stoners that they're like the best engineers when it comes to like how the fuck are you gonna smoke weed? But like, I feel like when it comes to saving a kid, you know, a woman's gonna yeah. be the best engineer and try to figure out how the fuck to get this kid out of there. Maybe mm-hmm. not themselves, but and, and and horror movies portray that I think in, a, in an awesome and interesting way. Yeah, yeah, and and we see the stoner. That stoner trope happened in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. He beats the shit out of, uh, what was it, uh, evil redneck cult zombies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his fucking bong. It's a coffee <laughs> his cup. coffee cup bong. Yeah. <laughs> he takes probably the biggest beating of any person 
I have ever seen. I thought he was dead when I first saw that. I thought he was. I was like, oh man. And I liked you because you were saying it at the beginning the whole time. (laughs) No, yeah. So, um, interesting. I think. Yeah, I I, I think it's a it's a. uh, I shouldn't say healthy. I think it was a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but also, like, and there's a lot of screen queens that are like, yeah, I showed my boobs. Yeah. Like, it was part of the thing. Was it right? Was it part of the script? No. But, I mean, these movies were generated towards teenagers. Teens, yeah. yeah. Um, and as much as a lot of women, I think, would fight saying, it was like, oh, I didn't like. Seeing a naked woman on screen brings up sex. And sex in women, think about sex in their teens just as much as men. Right. Like, let's be fucking, it's just we're too stupid to hide it. <laughs> Well, physically, sometimes you can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Awkward. This is my Weird. brother. Okay. Uh, so, Sal, let's get into, and this is actually kind of something I came up with, and you kind of just ran with this. Yeah. So, yeah. I liked it. I liked um, it. So I'm going to kind of fucking close my fucking gab over here. Uh, we're going to talk about the evolution of horror, uh, starting in the 1950s. Um, but I am going to say that's when Godzilla started. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um Earlier when we mentioned, you know, the the 50s being, you know, like this radioactive monster, mm-hmm. you know, that, that definitely spoke to the times. And so, like, it clicked in me and I was like, well, yeah, that's kind of how horror has evolved is you, you make these horror movies geared towards what scares people at the time. So in the 1950s, you have, like, giant monster flicks or you have The Blob, the creature from the Black Lagoon. You have Godzilla, but then you also have, you know, Vincent Price, you know, kind of took over the 1950s with House on Haunted Hill and House of Wax and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So you, you have those those horror movies that you go back to, um, the things that go bump in the night, you know, the things that you don't fully understand, the dark kind of. You don't ghost, know what. Uh, ghost, ghost stories have never gone out of style. No. And we've always had them. We will always have them. Yeah. Because uh, one, one of the things... Um, that, I, that I just recently saw it on a meme was like, you're not afraid of the dark. You're afraid of, or you're not afraid of being alone in the dark. You're afraid of not being alone in the dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the scary, that's the actual scary part is like, if there's something in here, I can't see it and I can't fucking defend myself. Whether it's a axe wielding murderer, whether it's a little goblin fucking thing, whether it's a ghost, whether it's a demon. Yeah. There's a difference between ghosts and demons. Yes, Look it up. Absolutely. Um, and, and we'll get into this later in the, um, 2010s kind of horror movies, but it takes away one of your sense, one of your senses. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's our main sense. Yeah. Like, we don't have heightened here. We our, our eyeballs are our best sense. Exactly. So if you can't see what's going on in this room, what's, what's happening around you, like that's extra terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, no. I, I get that. Um, um so but do you know what our weakest, our weakest sense is? What is it? Common. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why I went to D and D in like common language. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck common I went there. Common sense. Um, Jesus Christ, lady. But yeah, so you have Godzilla. You have this radio. This not radioactive. Yeah, thing. basically because it was the Red Scare and everybody was afraid of nuclear freaking annihilation. Yeah. Well, what else happens with nuclear things? It makes ants grow fucking huge. Yeah. Um, or it makes Chernobyl people. Or it makes Chernobyl people. <laughs> That's that came out way later. I know. With Leonardo I know. DiCaprio's little brother. Pripyat. Pripyat. Um, but yeah, and then you have like Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. You have all those like ridiculous monster movies from to way back us in the day. now. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, and, until 
I mean, let's be honest, really until probably the 2000s, horror movies really weren't taken seriously. Yeah, they were always independent B-movies. Or, or just campy, and it's like, well, you're not going to win an Academy Award for that fucking... Except for Silence portrayal. of the Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of a thriller, yeah. not so much a horror. But it's always classified as a horror movie. Is it? Yeah. Mm, I think it's more of a thriller, psychological thriller, maybe a slasher. Maybe. He does bite somebody's face off. Or his nose. Nose. Um, so in the 1960s, that's kind of when you have the um, Alfred Hitchcock. So in the 1960s, that's kind of where you have the Alfred Hitchcock takeover. So you have Psycho, uh, you have the birds, you have the original 13 Ghosts, which is not great. <laughs> Doesn't hold up well. Oh, I, I haven't seen the original. It's, it's, uh, you have Black Sunday, and then you have the titular Rosemary's Baby, which kind of fucked me up, man. Rosemary's Baby's, like, again, when you look back at the 60s and so you have, like, fucking um, Lucy and, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh, it's Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see, like, but this is also coming out kind of, like, the same time. And you're like, oh, shit. This must have fucked people up. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I still watch that now. And, you know, it kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. But that's because, like, you and I and, like, demonic things, like, we don't we don't mm. fucks with that. We don't fucks with that. I don't know how many times we can say that, but we don't fucks with that. Um, but in 1968, when Rosemary's Baby came out, like, you know, I can only imagine the uproar that that movie caused. Because yeah. you did see, you know, this the devil having sex with this woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, number one, sex is already taboo, especially during that time. Mm-hmm. And number two, you have the devil portrayed on screen. No. Not for the first time. I mean, you like, don't see P and V, but no. you definitely know what they're doing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. She thinks she's having sex with her husband. No. Oh, God. No. Yeah, so um, those are some of my favorites from the 1960s, but Alfred Hitchcock kind of ruled the 60s with a lot of his movies. And like you said, a lot of that was psychological. A lot of that was, uh, like, Vertigo. Vertigo is... Yeah, that's 100% uh, a psychological. Yeah, it's, it's it, you know, if... if fucks with your brain um but then you have psycho which was the first slasher you know it was the first time we saw a woman in a vulnerable state getting murked and it, and, it, and it wasn't just the first slasher but it taught m night Shyamalan everything he knows exactly like it had the big reveal at the end mm-hmm. and you're like oh i could only imagine if there was like internet back in the day <laughs> how people would have freaking just been like yo dude psycho man see this shit yeah it's lit it's lit. And then you, you come to the 70s um, where we start getting into a little bit more of the supernatural horror, a little bit more of the horror that, you know, it's it's not what you can feel or mm-hmm. see with your with your hands and eyeballs. Um, so you have The Exorcist. You 73. Have Amityville Horror. 79. You have Halloween. 78. You have The Omen. 76. And you have Suspiria. 77. I've never seen Suspiria. Suspiria is... That's another one that's like a fucked up movie, Mm -hmm. man. Because the Omen kind of fucks me up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the Omen, I really wish, and I understand that they couldn't have kept in the original ending. Because in the original ending, he kills Damien. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 100% fucking (laughs) kills him. Um, But in the the theatrical... Yeah, because they filmed that and they're like... The censors no. are like, no, you can't, you can't fucking kill you a child. Can't kill a kid. I don't care if it's a spawn of Satan. Yeah, you can't kill a child. 
So then that's when they have like the you just hear the gunshot and you don't like it just you put things together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did he get the knife down in time or did the cops kill him mm-hmm. before? Um, I, I, I love the omen. Yeah. Um, I don't like the remake. No. Um, I don't like any of the sequels. No. Um, which actually Sam Neill is in the third one. Yes. Dr. Grant himself. Yes. Is, is uh, Damien grown up as like a senator or something. Which I love that. I love how he kind of went into like a weird horror movie alley. Well, it's kind of like where he started. Because, yeah, because fucking Event Horizons. Fucked up, man. Um, but those are some of my favorite So, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I interrupted no, no, your no, no, spirit. No, 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 you're good. So, um, it's... I haven't seen the remake, and it's not called Suspiria. I don't remember what they called it. Um, but again, it was it was kind of one of those shockers that you didn't expect to see that from mm-hmm. the times. You know, mm-hmm. it was kind of made um, ahead of its time kind of thing. But definitely check it out, man, because it's, it's another one of those mind fucks where there's a twist at the end and you're like, the fuck? So I'm looking at your 80s list here. You suck. Well, I was trying to do, like, not so much mainstream, but whatever. You put Nightmare on Elm Street. I know. And Poltergeist. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Nightmare on Elm Street as much as we did. Well, duh. It's the big three, <laughs> man. Um, so, yeah, if you want to go ahead and get in the 80s. Um, so, the 80s. Uh, I, this is where, again, we see Stephen King kind of take over. You see Christine. You see The Shining. You see Fright Night. You see Nightmare on Elm Street, Poltergeist, and Child's Play. You see a bunch of Halloween sequels. You see the birth of Friday the 13th. Well, I knew we were going to be talking about Friday the 13th, which is why I didn't put it in there. I thought we were going to be talking about Halloween more yeah, than no, we were. Yeah, um, It doesn't stay so much with the supernatural, I don't think. It becomes, no, it's the birth of the slasher. Yeah, it's it becomes... It's the birth of the, the... Everything is either a slasher or a monster and gory as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see a lot of blood. You see a lot of boobs. You see a lot of... Yeah. It's what I love about Sex. horror movies. I, I just the, the '80s horror movies, no matter how bad, street trash. Go fucking check out that goddamn movie. I only know about that movie because of Slasher's Pod. They did an episode on it, and I was like, "What is this bullshit?" I love that fucking movie, um, but mostly because of the practical effects. Mm-hmm. The practical effects are the shit. They get um, it. They get it on point. Yeah, I mean, and it's but it's a lot of like goo that's like multicolored and stuff like that. It's I mean, there's blood Gack. and stuff, but <laughs> but just the way that's like you had no money, but mm-hmm. you still were able to produce this great thing. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of Joe Bob Briggs on um, Shutter. So if you guys don't have a subscription subscription to Shutter, do that. Yeah, they have me, a please. seven days free. Seven days free. So um, try it out. But also cancel before because then they'll just charge you for the full fucking year. Sixty dollars. Um, but yeah, Joe Bob Briggs. He used to have an old Cinemax show, like way at like fucking one in the morning. I would be watching things, and things. Uh, Joe Bob Briggs would come on, and I'm like, fuck it. So it's like this, like his character is 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 this like. I would not even say redneck. He's just like this, like proud Texan guy that lives in a fucking trailer and screens movies. And then, like he'll like every twenty minutes, he'll like stop the movie and kind of like talk about the movie a little bit, mm-hmm. make jokes. Um, and yeah, like I. And then the Shutter brought him back, and he again he screens all these old stupid freaking movies, <laughs> and it's freaking awesome. I love it. And he gives you like facts about it. Like he, he they do their research, right, movies, right. So it's not just stupid, um, but I love it. I love it. So if you guys check that shit out on Shutter, 
But I did put Poltergeist on there because it's probably one of my favorite movies to come out oh, of the Oh, Poltergeist 80s. is the... Even the second one's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one, not so much. R.I.P. Heather O'Rourke. Yes. And, but um... Older sister. Older sister. Danielle... Dunn? Dunn. Gun? Dunn. Dunn. Who is related to Jack from American right. Werewolf in London. Yes. And maybe we can do an episode on this as well, but, like, uh, cursed horror films, you know. This mm-hmm. this and The Exorcist and The Omen, definitely some of the most uh, cursed, and I say that loosely with, with air quotes. Well, we won't even just do horror movies. Cause, yeah, we can do. Uh, the Passion of the Christ was cursed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cursed. Super the guy cursed. playing Jesus got struck twice by lightning. Twice. Um. But Poltergeist, man, it, it fucked me up. And I, I remember watching that as a kid and, and, you know, like, I'm like, hey, it's a little girl. Oh, why is, where did she go? It, and, and, and again, some of the younger audience might not remember this, but before there was just like the blue screen when your TV wasn't getting, a, yeah. <laughs> wasn't getting a, 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 a signal or a feed. Or a, or a little thing that bounces from yeah. corner to corner that the says DVD. no signal. Do, do, do. <laughs> When you're like sitting there waiting for it to like hit the perfect corner, and then it's so satisfying. God damn it! Um, but no, there used to be a thing called snow, TV snow. So that made me afraid of TV snow. Yeah, you would like, change I'd be it like, to a channel. <laughs> again, on our old TVs, where <laughs> you have the knob that you and have. Yeah, the knob, and it would just like clunk over. <laughs> and you hit a channel that's like snow. You're like, oh, go, no, no, no. no. God forbid it's like at the end, so you have to go all the way back over. <laughs> oh God, I hated the guy. I hate. I hate TV to this day. I'm like, Ugh. and then the ring kind of plays off that again. Right, 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 right. You get you get the uncomfortableness of nothing. Yeah. I guess. Also, white noise, obviously. That's actually a good uh, starring Batman. Yes, it is. What's his name? Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, who's now Thomas Wayne. I think it's going to be Thomas Wayne. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I think it's probably one of the most not as celebrated movies from the 80s. And also the remake did not do it justice. Oh, God, it fucking sucked. It, it, I will say it fucking sucked. No remake. Evil Dead was probably the best horror And we're going to do um, an episode on just horror movie yeah. remakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's be honest, a horror, or Evil Dead 2 was a remake of Evil Dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just had more of a budget. Yes. Um, But... The Evil Dead remake from 2013, super fucking good. Mm-hmm. And the reason, and, and I, I mean, I liked the whole fucking movie. Super bloody. Loved it. And then at the end, when you see Bruce Campbell just say groovy, you're like, oh, fuck. Like, if he was part of the production, yeah, he gave his stamp of approval. He gave his ominous, dominus <laughs> sign of the cross. There you go. You guys are fucking you good. You have my blessing. You have my blessing. Yeah. Love it. Dig it. Love it. Uh, so moving on to the 90s. The good old 90s. You have the original Ring, Ringu, uh, 1998. You have The Faculty from 1998. You have Silence of the Lambs, 1991. That fucking great. Candyman, 1992. And Event Horizon, 1997. God, Event Horizon fucks you up. God damn it. Yeah, and, and, and again, I chose these movies to talk about uh, specifically for the 90s because I think they're more of uh, an obscure kind of, not necessarily genre, but... Other than Silence of the Lambs, you know, and Candyman, I guess. A lot of people don't really talk about the faculty or Event Horizon or the original ring. You know faculty. What I mean? that, that, that put Usher. <laughs> on Usher the map. On the map. Well, he was no. already on the yeah. map. But yeah, like, no. Was that an MTV production? 
Good question. I don't know. You guys tell us <laughs> in, the, in, in the comments section. I don't know if it's comment section. Comment section <laughs> is on Instagram, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D <laughs> is in the faculty. And he's actually kind of a badass. Um, but the whole, like, it, it takes a twist on Invasion of the Body Snatcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. If you haven't seen the faculty... Go check that out. No, that was that was definitely one of the the movies that, like we have said in the past, our dad had on repeat a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that and like the backwards legs, aliens. I don't remember. Oh, with with Charlie Sheen. Yes. In Mexico, yeah. they're at the the they're. At, oh, fuck. Yeah, and that fucked me up mostly because their legs went backwards, and I was like, Yeah, well, your legs yeah, are they were not like supposed to humans, do that. but then when they wanted to run like aliens, they're. Yeah. No. Which is um, actually evolutionary more better for them. More better. More better. <laughs> um, but the faculty definitely fucked me up as a kid. Um, the ring, the American version, fucked me up. Yeah, and that came out in the 2000s. God damn it. Um, but yeah, those are some of some of my favorites. Again, Silence of the Lambs got critical acclaim, and that was probably one of the first horror movies that actually got, you know, to the main stage. And again, I'm going to say more of a I know. thriller I than know. a horror You don't movie. like that. You don't like that I call it a horror movie. But Jodie Foster gets fistful of juice in her face i didn't think that's where you're going with the fist <laughs> i didn't think that's where you're going with the fist comment but yes she does she does get a male ejaculate on her face and then again involuntarily event horizon man like that movie is just like a lot to watch it's rough but you get dr grant yeah <laughs> going fucking nuts absolutely insane and morpheus so good. yes yes um Um, Yeah. So then you go, and and I don't know what that speaks about the 90s. Like, I really don't. I think the 90s were, like, an interesting time of mesh. Well, it it, it is the most prosperous decade in American history. Um, The 90s were the longest time we weren't in an official war. I mean, yeah, I think all Clinton did was, like, bomb Kosovo. Yeah, and it was, I think it was an interesting time for creativity to kind of figure out what Well, I mean, so let's take this around. So you have the ring. The original Japanese version, Ringu, coming out in 1998. So we start to see that, and then we're like, oh, we're going to make that American. Like, cool. Duh. Uh, the Faculty, again, it's a revamp. So rather than reboots, we kind of took original ideas and twisted them. Mm-hmm. So we did Invasion of the Body Snatchers, put it in a high school in a small town. Mm-hmm. Boom. There you go. Silence of the Lambs, uh, it's just a classic. Um, Candyman was... I mean, I, I, I think again, it's taking the old, um, the old, f- the, the, the urban legend of the, the couple on Lover's Lane making out, and then like they hear the, they hear the radio crackle, and it's like, oh, be on the lookout for an escaped maniac with a hook for a hand, and like the chick makes him go home with blue blue balls, and, <laughs> which consent is sexy. I get it. I'm not blaming her, but she wants to go home. And when he goes to open her up her door to drop her off, there's the bloody hook. Right, you right. Know? So I think it's it's kind of playing off that. But then again, instead of putting it in white suburbia or white small town, they put it in Cabrini Greens in Chicago. Right. Um, but yeah, then you have Candyman and Event Horizon. Yeah. Event Horizon, we already fucking talked about it. Which again, I think is kind of like a sci-fi horror because it's in space. Oh yeah, absolutely. But then you have, you know, the 2000s and you have The Orphan which I think is underrated in itself. I didn't have any 
I didn't want to watch that movie. It, it, like, it never piqued my interest at any point. Yeah. I saw a fucking... It was on, like, a top ten list on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. Just the way, she, like, she, like, puts a knife up to, like, the little dude's, like, little balls. And mm-hmm. she's like, cut your little cock off. Yeah. Before fucking you know how to use it. And it's like... Bro, he's like eight. Yeah. Don't fucking do that. Yeah. First of all, we don't know at eight really what it's for, but we still cherish it and we love it. <laughs> it was our first friend. It was, he was there when we were born and he'll be there when we die. Yep. So. Yeah, The Orphan, really good. I think it's very underrated and I think it's, uh, I don't know if it came from like, um, not folklore, but uh, like an urban legend kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it's super interesting story. Uh, you have Trick or Treat from 2007, which I love. And it didn't come into light until recently. I think it's become kind of like a cult classic yeah. in its own right. Um, you have The Strangers, which obviously God fucked everybody it. up in 2008. You have The Others, which was one of the best twists I've seen mm-hmm. in a long fucking time in 2001. And then you have Wreck, which fucked me up. You just, like, ultimately just, like, fucked mm-hmm. me up in 2007. So... You know, I think that this is where, like you said, uh, horror becomes mainstream. Horror becomes actual movies that can break the box office. Yeah, yeah. And and also, too, like with your early 2000s, you have Trick or Treat, with his, which is an anthology. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you have Wreck, which is an anthology. Yeah. So I'm like, so now we're getting back into the old creep show um, from the 80s, yeah. of which we didn't mention. So shame on us. <laughs> I just smacked my own hand. Well, we had an episode about it. Go no, listen I, to but it. But still, I mean, but we've talked about all this shit before. Um, so, yeah, I, I just think it was like more of a big budget um, series, let's say. Yeah, and then you have like, um, you have actual production companies like Bloomhouse and, ba- um, and was it, is it Ghost House Productions? Um but you have actual production companies that are only producing horror mm-hmm. movies. So people are actually putting a lot of money and time lo- and effort time yeah. and effort into to horror movies and I think you see that a lot in in 2000 in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um So bring us into this decade, so. So we're going into the later 2000s with Midsummer, which I know you haven't seen it, but holy fuck. Watch it. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a, a new take on the Wicker Man, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if you've seen the Wicker Man, you can definitely see the parallels. Um, you have Us, which is definitely speaking volumes about, um, you know, the political climate and and the racial climate in the United States at the time. Um, at the time, you mean now? And and not, and now, it was just last year in two thousand nine. But then you have two thousand nineteen. Nineteen. I'm sorry. And then you have Veronica, 2017, which um, is your traditional, you know, Ouija board possession movie. But I think with the budget that they have in today's world, it was heightened that much more. So it kind of fucking freaked me out. I don't know if you've seen it. You know why I haven't seen that movie? Why? Because you told me it's the scariest movie. Do you know what the movie before that you told me the was witch. the scariest movie? It was The Witch. And that movie fucking sucked. I liked it. I it was it. dumb. Black Phillip. Black my, Black Phillip. Um, it's so fucking dumb. I liked it. I wasted it. Oh, God. I, watch it. It's it's on Netflix. You're already paying for Netflix. Just watch it. The Witch? No. Oh, Veronica. Veronica. Yeah, no, but I just didn't want to waste my time because the last time you told me a movie was the scariest movie in the world. But you'll waste your time watching a movie about killer bots in a mall. 
I'm not wasting my time. That's a fucking American <laughs> classic. All right. Well, this is a Spanish classes classic. This is the motherland. Spanish or Mexican? Spanish. Yes, motherland. Um, and then you have Bird Box, which we were talking about. Um, it's terrifying to lose one of your senses. And I think that a lot of people didn't like it. What? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, keep going. Um, because. Wait, who didn't like Bird Box? A lot of people didn't like Bird Box. Well, that's dumb. You're wrong. <laughs> people who didn't like Bird Box, you're you're freaking wrong. That was a great, a great way to like. Sandra Bullock was a bitch. Yes, she was a huge bitch in that fucking movie. She named her kid Boy. Well, and and, and I think that's a lot of the things. Is like if Tom Hanks would have played that character. People would have hated it because it's like Tom Hanks isn't an asshole. Yeah, Sandra Bullock really isn't like she's a sassy. She can be sassy, she's but she's an never a bitch. Woman that don't need no man. Yeah, but unless it's Tim McGraw. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Um, that's from a movie. Like I don't think they actually had a no, thing. No, no. No, I, I think a lot of that comes from like she was such a goddamn bitch in that fucking. But it goes back to the mama bear thing. Yeah. To where you're trying to save these kids. And she would have said. But she wasn't. That's why she named her them boy and girl. Because she didn't want to get attached. She want to get attached. Don't name them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't name the animals that you're about to slaughter. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I think Bird, or Bird Box was, was great. I dug it. I thought it was a fresh take. I thought it was something new, something. Yeah. And you didn't see the monster. Yeah. And then it makes you go back through and pause when she's looking through the artwork. To see what the fuck they look like. Right. Because I know that's what I did. And yeah. then I was like, fuck this. And I just went online and Googled it. <laughs> well, and then our queen, Sarah Paulson. You know what I mean? Yeah. She goes fucking nuts in that movie. Well, and one of the things I love about that is that you have Sarah Paulson die right away. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. thinking like, oh, it's a big name. She's going to survive. Yeah. Nope. No. I actually tell you the truth. I thought they were a couple. A couple? Yep. When I saw the, the trailers. Because mm-hmm. that's Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Know, so... Shame on me. I get it. Shame on me. But And the only reason why I put lights out on this list is because of the short film. Okay. So that's that's why I kinda gave you the weird look earlier. I saw that. Um but yeah, then I kinda put it together. Like it started as a small YouTube video. Exactly. Which uh happened with Mama as well. Yeah. It was yeah. it was a short film um that they had made that was terrifying as fuck. And Lights Out, also terrifying as fuck. But then they made it into a movie, and then that kind of goes into, you know, Slender Man and the pages. The creepypasta. Whatever God, thing. They're all creepypastas. You know, they're trying to make movies out of these stories that we're telling in this new decade. Well, you know they're, I mean? they're the new urban legends. Exactly. They're the new, yeah, they're the new urban legends. And, and we haven't seen a good movie come out of them yet. No. We have not. No. Um, which is kind of which I want somebody to get a hold of, like, the SCPs. Yes. I think that'd be fucking cool as shit. Well, again. Because you can do an anthology series about that. Uh, that's what I was just going to say. And just do one episode for every SCP. Yep. Even if it's just, like, two dudes sitting in a room, both of their, like, faces blacked out. Mm-hmm. Both of them wearing black suits. Not to say, like, men in black. I'm just saying, like, government mm-hmm. dudes. Officials. Fucking smoking cigarettes in a fucking room, like you see, like the window, the 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 one way glass. Yep. And they're just like, "This is SCP one zero zero one one." And then he goes through the case file, and then you have like him, and then like. Okay, fireworks. Okay, fucking lighting off fireworks. Um, and you see like the doctor, and then like a witness, like they're in the background, just like waiting for their turn to be interviewed. Mm-hmm. And then as they're telling the story, like you you go back to the flashbacks or. Yeah, kind of even like an animated series. Like if you went to like the flashbacks and it's animated, mm-hmm. 
think it'd be fucking great. I think that's kind of kind of the way that they should do World War Z. Um. <laughs> and then I have Split on here, which I I put it on here because it's the comeback of M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan made a comeback with Split and Glass. I didn't see Split, but I saw Glass like this because <laughs> I was in the front row. It was free. It's a free screening, so and I worked at a comic book shop, so I got tickets. There you go. And I saw it like this. So we have M. Night Shyamalan from early 2000s, you know, making his... It wasn't a horror movie. Split? I haven't seen it, but I know it's not a horror movie. I think... I think it's more, again, a psychological... I think the scariest part is seeing fucking Professor X go nuts like that. Wearing a dress? That wasn't me. That was Bethany. That was Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> I love those memes. <laughs> you know you did a good job when you become a meme. Um, see, and, and maybe you guys can... can hash this out with us uh what constitutes as a psychological thriller and what do you consider a horror movie Mm -hmm. um but it's it's just the comeback of m night Shyamalan because then he made that movie about the grandparents and i mean it was good but it wasn't oh when they like kill her do they like try to kill them yeah they try to kill the grandkids yeah yeah something i don't remember what that movie is but it's kind of didn't didn't it, or am I confusing it with? I think Peel did the movie where like was it Peel? Where like the new bride she goes to meet the family and then they like that's Get Out. No. 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 When they tried when the family tries to kill her. Oh no, that wasn't Jordan Peel though. No, I, I've seen Get Out. It made me hate white people <laughs> <laughs> for a little bit. For a little bit. Um. But no, yeah, there's there's a movie where, like, the new bride, she goes and meets, like, she's, like, engaged to this rich dude. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you gotta go meet my family. And it's, like, in this mansion. And then they're like, let the games begin. Uh, and then they go to try to kill her. And if she survives, then she's worthy to marry their... Same people who made VHS. Was it the same people? Yes. And again, we're seeing... It's called You're Next, I think? I think so. I think that's, yeah. that's what it's called. Um... I think I saw that like halfway falling asleep and like halfway drunk. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, but I, and, and again, I think we're seeing these smaller production companies making these big budget. Like you see the best like horror movie, Netflix, yeah, and 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 stuff like that. You're seeing these smaller Shutter. The Shutter originals are free. Shout out to freaking host. See, and that's what that was, I was going to say. That's going to bring me into my next segment, into, you know, making a horror movie in the coronavirus. You know, we just watched Host, which is probably one of the, one of the most recent horror movies that actually kind of scared the shit out of me. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's playing on the digital age. So it takes place over a Zoom call. And, and you know, right now. What happens during a seance during a Zoom call? Yeah. And, and, and. That goes back to playing on, um, you know, making horror movies for the times. You know, how are you seeing your friends? You're seeing them over the phone. You know what I mean? You're only being able to, you're only able to connect with your friends through digital media. Yeah. And so this movie kind of played on that in a really interesting way. So, so that was going to bring me into my, you know, 2020. Yeah, where this is how now? we're this is how we're making horror movies yep. kind of thing, and I thought it was really fun. I loved it. It was really cool. No, I I, I did too. I thought I thought it, it the pacing was great. It always kept you on your freaking. Once shit started happening, and it didn't even take that long for shit to start happening, 
it never let up. Yeah. It always kept that your your shoulders hunched and like you're like Ooh, and you're your watching every single screen on the zoom call you yeah. know what i mean because you don't know what's happening to who and you don't know which screen that sound came from mm-hmm. um and i just think that they filmed that beautifully because they even put on their masks you know when they're when they're going outside and elbow bumps they did and, that. yeah <laughs> and i just i just thought it was a, a refreshing take on kind of unfriended because unfriended sucked, mm-hmm. but unfriended too wasn't so bad, you know. It, was, mm-hmm. it, play, it, it played towards the deep web kind of stuff, but that goes into um, what scares us now in the digital age, the deep web, um, and seances during Zoom calls. Yeah, D- will it work? Does will it work? Our seance is real. If you log off with the Zoom you call, decide. are you safe? No, apparently not. <laughs> you get lit on fucking fire. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like our run through, um, through the decades from the fifties until now, Mm -hmm. um, as far as how horror movies have evolved and how scaring human beings has evolved. It's always been scary. Again, you're not afraid of being alone in the dark. You're afraid of not being alone in the dark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So with that, I think you've heard us babble along long enough about horror movies and what we like about them. If you agree with us, disagree with us, whatever, please give us comments. Please let us know what you think. Thank you for listening to this first episode of Season 2. We're really excited to bring a lot more uh, spooky content to you guys, so please keep listening. Uh, let your friends know if you like what you hear. Um, you guys already know our socials, hopefully, by now. If you don't, but if you don't, catch us on Instagram at Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. You can catch us also on our Gmail at Much Ado About Nerding Twenty Twenty at Gmail dot com. And on behalf of Player Two, this is Player One saying, "Stay safe, stay sane, stay nerdy, nerdy on, Sal, nerdy on, Joe." This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerding. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> See what I did there? It's spooky season. A skeleton! Spooky season, so I screamed like I was getting killed. I can be a scream queen. Oh, God. you guys can see his face when he does that. It's classic. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. It's hot. <laughs>